Welcome back. Welcome back to Versatility episode number 10. ten. <laughs> we used to do like a rainbow with our hands. I know we did like, we're very like hand talkers. Hand talkers, big hand talkers. <laughs> Huge hand talkers. Um, We're in the double digits. Yeah, wow. Kind of exciting. Wow. Who would have thought that we were this annoying? <laughs> they didn't want us to get to the double digits. No, they did not. Um, it's like Ellen DeGeneres, she's like just announcing that she is finishing whatever her talk show and this is our opportunity to take that and yeah. run with it this one one door closes one another door opens, opens. <laughs> we're that door Island generous please we are us. that fucking door yeah um good riddance right so we want to start off this episode with something kind of fun um when i was younger i used to do these like quizzes online where i was like how gay am i and like on a scale of one to ten and i don't know just because like my little boy self did not want to be gay but yeah, yeah. <laughs> here we are so you we, would like answer the way you knew that like you would get you the answer you wanted yeah so if that made any sense like right because we didn't want to be gay so yeah. we would answer the way that would be like our favorite color is blue not pink uh-huh. i mean my self favorite color is still blue but anyways, uh, me as well right but other things uh, or i always used to see those things it was like the drawing it was like the it looked like boobs but it could also be people dancing okay. and it was like if you saw two people dancing, you're gay. But if you saw boobs, <laughs> then you were straight. Like if that yeah, yeah, I've seen too. that. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of those. Uh, so yeah, we both have the quiz pulled. It's a stupid little BuzzFeed quiz, but we both have it pulled up, and we're going to walk through it and do the questions. If you type in, am I gay quiz, it's the first one that pops up yeah. if you want to follow along. <laughs> BuzzFeed, baby. Yeah. Um, what yeah. type of bread am I? Yeah. No. <laughs> but okay. So we'll start us off. Um, the first one is choose a color. Uh, my favorite color is blue. How about blue. you? Blue. Oh, are we announcing our answers too? Okay. Yeah, we might as well. Yeah. Pick um, a Beyonce. So there's like flawless Beyonce, single ladies Beyonce, run the world Beyonce, uh, crazy in love Beyonce, drunk in love Beyonce, and TBH. I'm not into Beyonce. Definitely not the last one. I uh, think I'm a. I love the music video for Drunk in Love. So yeah. I'm gonna do that. I'm one. the one. Uh, run the world. Girls. Oh. Yeah. Empowered. Empowered. All right. Do you enjoy consensual sex, exper- sexual experiences with, or feel a sexual attraction to members of the same sex? Well, like yes. All the time. Yes, all the time. <laughs> Quite a bit. Yeah. Um. What? Never. Hardly. Never. Honestly, never. guys suck. I'm gonna put, like hardly ever. I'm kidding. I'll put. Yeah. Yes. All yes, the time. All the time. This quiz is gonna be like right away. Yeah. I'm gonna know we're Homo. Yeah. Alert. Uh, what city would you most like to live in? New York, London, Paris, Moscow, Tokyo, San Francisco. Where's your Once disco? again, we're both picking San Francisco and like, what answer do you think they <laughs> want to hear? Yeah. What's your drink of choice? Um, Beer, gin and tonic, white wine, cocktails, cocktails. stout, or whiskey? Cocktails. It's definitely cocktails. Yeah. Uh, okay, just to clarify, do you like having sets with people of the same sex? Um. Honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say yes for the sake of the quiz. Uh, there's like no, really no, barely, sort of, now and then. Gender binaries, what the fuck? I already told you. Yes, I do. Quite a lot. I'm going to say I already told you. Yeah, yes, I do. What's your ideal Saturday night? Oh, no. Clubbing until 5 a.m. Dinner and theater. Quiet drinks with friends. What is that? <laughs> Doing something new. <laughs> house party or night in with netflix these all sound kind of fun yeah i know there's they like all sound no really... wrong answer uh-huh. um hmm. 
Well, I guess if it's like a Saturday, like I can do any, like some of these things you can do on, on a Wednesday. Yeah. Like we can hang out to go to dinner and theater on a Wednesday. True. Night in with Netflix yeah. on a Wednesday. I'm going to say on a Saturday night, I want to club until club 5 a.m. <laughs> We're really feeding into yeah, the stereotype. This quiz, yeah. Oh, hang on. Have you ever felt sexually attracted to someone of the same sex? Aren't these like somewhat repetitive? Yeah. I'm going to say yes and move on. Yeah. Which president do you most <laughs> identify with? Barack, William, Howard Taft, Ronald Reagan, Abe uh. Lincoln, James uh, Buchanan, and JFK. Ooh, I'm going to say maybe JFK. Yeah. I would also say JFK or Barack. Barack. Not that I like identify with Barack. Not even on a political yeah. standpoint, just on like a... He's a good human being. He's from Hawaii. He is a good human being. Yeah. I'm not from Hawaii, but like I can try to Never pretend. say never. I'm going to say JFK. Uh, I'm going to put Barack. What's your favorite root vegetable? Carrot, artichoke, potato, sweet potato, ginger, or beet? I'm a potato guy. I I'm love a sweet potato. <laughs> uh, I love like potatoes are so like versatile. That is <gasps> just oh, like versatility. Shameless plug. <laughs> Everyone go eat a potato for us. I heard that if you eat it raw, it's like poison. Is that true? I used to eat. I used to take bites out of potatoes like yeah. raw when I was younger. It tastes think, disgusting. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to. But I heard back in like medieval times, people like ate potatoes raw because they were sweet. And then they died, like, later on in life. I don't know. This could be, like, fake. I don't even know. I didn't really pay attention in history. Yeah. Um, Okay, we're sidetracked. Next question. If you could pick your ideal partner for a romantic date, what qualifies or what qualities would they have? They'd be the same sex as me. Well, that's, like, the bars on the floor. I don't like that one. Preferably the same sex, but most likely, you know, hot. Don't care about sex. Care about wine, period. Ideally the opposite sex, but it's no biggie. They must be the opposite sex, or dates are boring. These are just asking if it's like boy or girl. Yeah, like, once what? again. These are, this is dumb. BuzzFeed, do better. These are, this is like, um, I don't even know. I picked the first one again. Yeah. Pick a weather phenomenon. Flooding, little fluffy clouds with a rainbow in the background. <laughs> Sunshine, tornado, ball lightning, big pretty rainbow. Big pretty rainbow. Um, I like sunshine. Which sex is sexiest? Okay, this is the dumbest thing I've yeah, ever done. Yeah, okay. Maybe don't take the quiz. <laughs> We're going to save you like seven minutes. Don't take the quiz. Pick an arbitrary... Okay, even dumber. It was like pick a random box. This box. A plane leaves New York at 4.15 local time bound for London. Traveling... Yeah, this, this is a, a math question. question. <laughs> this is statistics. This is giving me like war flashbacks to algebra. <laughs> no. No, no, no. This quiz doesn't represent me at all. I picked that one. Oh, I got very gay. Same. Very gay. You are very gay. You really enjoy having sexual experiences with the members of the same sex. You are attracted both physically and emotionally to people of the same sex. And you are not very keen at all on sexual relations with members of the opposite sex. Yay. Valid. Valid. <laughs> this was dumb. Don't ever take that. They read me like a book, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was our intro. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Roll Hope the intro. So, yeah. So it's Pride Week here in Slow. Not Pride Week. Pride Month. Um, they celebrate it in the month of May in San Francisco just because they want like students to be around and like since it's like such a big college town, a lot of students who are a part of the LGBT community like are able to like, just be here and celebrate it together, which is an awesome like way to do it. Usually Pride Month is in June. They celebrate it like essentially everywhere else. 
in June. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun though. It's like there's Central Coast Pride, which is like the county we're in, yada yada. But then they also do a lot in collaboration with like the Pride Center on campus at Cal Poly, and a lot of the students there get involved. And like no, not to flex, but like we've kind of gotten involved in like a couple little things. Yeah. It's been it's been fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a pride parade that happened in downtown Slow uh, this past Monday. I mean, time is irrelevant to everyone listening, but <laughs> it was about like a week ago. Uh, <laughs> it was on May. Ago. It was a few days May ago. May fifteenth, I think it was the exact date. May sixteenth. Anyways, why does it time matter? Time is a social construct. It is. Uh, but they had a slow uh, like car caravan that went through downtown and it ended up being it end, like the whole thing ended at our favorite coffee shop called skippers um the owners are super awesome they're two married women one of them's from australia her name's karen she's dope they're both dope super fun they like get up on the counter and dance and stuff they have their whole shop decked out with like little pride flags and all their t-shirts have like their logo in a rainbow pattern it's really cool and Obviously, we noticed it right away that it was obviously like a safe space for LGBT members, and we got to talking with the owners, yeah. and that's how we found out about this event that was happening at their shop, mm-hmm. the drag show that happened a few days ago. Yeah, and so we kind of took matters into our own hands and went out and printed a <laughs> bunch of flyers. We spent hours like designing <laughs> yeah. flyers and business cards yeah, for the did. podcast. Uh, no shame. And we went around to like Skippers and a bunch of our other uh, like favorite little restaurants and cafes and stuff. We even put them on a few telephone poles. Yeah. And I don't know. It's, it was cool to just like be able to like make those little things and kind of spread the word. Um, yeah. It was kind of like a joke to ourselves, but it was a fun little art project. And like, I w- I'd do it again. Yeah, like, we would. But yeah, so this drag show that we were talking about, um, it was our first one that we've ever been to. Um, it started around 7 o'clock that night after the whole caravan, but um, like I said, it was our first drag show, and we, we had a few of our roommates and our close friends come by, and it was such a great experience just to be able to experience it for ourselves for the first time, but also to have our friends like see that what essentially gay culture is, and there's so much more out there besides Dante and I being their friends, um, but it was a really cool experience, and we like danced our asses off, We I requested levitating by Dua Lipa, we raged we it was a it, it was, was great so time. fun and it was mm-hmm. educational i'll say for like us yeah. and also for our friends they were like asking us what should we wear it was so fun my friend came up wearing like this giant rainbow puffer jacket and it I was, was really like, cool caitlin like hell yeah yeah we will be borrowing that for sure yeah but it was also somewhat like educational besides the fact that yes we just saw drag queens performing and like doing their thing and if for everyone who doesn't know a drag show is where Usually men dress up as women um, in, like, their full attire, hair, makeup, the whole shindig. And it's such a great little thing to be a part of and, like, to watch. And you never know. Like, I feel like I would want to get dressed and drag at one point in my life. I think that'd be really cool to, like, kind of experience that. Me as well. Um, but it was educational, the fact that, like, our roommates and our friends, like, were asking questions of, like, what, like, what are their pronouns? And what should we, like, how do we address them? And, like, how do we show our support? And... How do we not look like assholes, essentially? Like, just to be, like, good human beings and just, like, to share that love and be there. How to interact respectfully. And, like, one of our friends was even asking, like, what do they do with, like, their male parts when they, like, do the whole tuck and everything? It was was a really good experience. Yeah, it was great. And it was fun. Even even in between their performances, the queens would, there were two of them, Legs and Curveball, shout out, we love you. 
they would like come out to the crowd because there was a solid number of people there and they would like talk with us and we asked for some pictures and just meeting them was super inspiring honestly they're part of this awesome community like obviously a little different than like me and daniel but it's awesome getting to experience with people somewhere else on the spectrum yeah and that's what i appreciated the most i'd say no i agree i like i kind of not learned a lot but i my eyes opened and i'm really excited to be going to more drag shows and to be more involved in like lgbt essentially like culture like up in san francisco and to really partake in like the whole fun and like going to gay bars and like to just like it was the first time where I like to like look around a room and be like, okay, like most of these people are part of the community and like it's quoted cool just like I'm not looking for like a potential suitor, but I'm looking for friends and I'm looking for people to interact and to like expand my network and to feel more safe, I would wanna say. Yeah, or just comfortable in general. Not that we're uncomfortable at like a, a normal, like straight person bar, but it's just like a, a different feel. Yeah. And it's something that I feel like our roommate, not our roommates, but like our friends get to experience all the time and we don't necessarily have that like, we can look across the room and be like, that guy is really cute. Let's, get me, let me get his number or whatnot. Yeah. Um, Very funny, excited. Yeah. Because yeah. we were, one of our friends was like, oh my God, is this what the, the gay bars are like in San Francisco? And we both like haven't really experienced the gay bars in San Francisco, but we were joking that like every bar in San Francisco is a gay bar. Yeah. So. Really exciting to get to move up there and to really have fun. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, yeah, like just transitioning a little bit, that's what was also super important about that night was that it was almost like normalizing it for all of our friends that are straight, obviously, that came with us. Like they, just like us, had never been to a drag show, but they might not have even seen an episode of RuPaul, so they might not even know any of the basics. And so as like events like this become more common and questions about which pronouns to address people as come up more in conversation like it just helps really normalize things and reduce the whole taboo around it right so because like people who are gay represented in media aren't always portrayed in like the best light like um at to like somewhat segways dante was a part well essentially everyone was a part but dan levy uh the one of the creators of the show shit's creek who's like the um, the actor for who played David, David, uh, David, ew. <laughs> uh, it's also one of our favorite shows. But he did a little Q and A here at Cal Poly, and Dante was one of the people who was selected to ask a question, but he didn't. Sensitive subject. <laughs> uh, but like, it's just gay representation isn't really out there in media, and like people like for our roommates who get to like who watch a TV show and a gay character comes up, it's not always portrayed in the way that like they should be. Um, usually like negatively and it's not like fair for them just to see that like and it's it was great for them to see a positive like essentially like look into like gay culture and like to see that there's other different types of gays out there rather than just what they see on TV when they're like those scripts were written by straight white men yeah so kind of to repeat Dan Levy came and did like a zoom interactive talk thing with Cal Poly students it was open to anyone um, and I submitted a question to be asked, unfortunate, and they told me who I was going to ask my question after. And of course, the person that I was going to ask my question after was the very last question they allowed before the time cut out. My luck, of course, <laughs> but it was still like very interesting. And we loved, we all like made dinner and then sat down and watched it. And Dan's amazing and inspiring to both of us. But yeah, one of the questions that he was asked was, 
how he takes on the responsibility of portraying like the queer experience in the shows and movies he helps direct and act in. And he said he's seen it been portrayed wrong so many times he feels the need to do right by yeah. it. And yeah, because like it, it has gotten a lot better and like there is a substantial amount of gay um, like media out there now. Mm-hmm. But um, and there's more and more shows we see ads for every day. It's exciting. But a lot of times, especially in the past, the the gay character in the movie, like I'm thinking of Mean Girls, like the gay guy is the one that's just kind of like the sidekick and the dramatic one, the one that gives them like fashion advice and then like helps them get the guy they want and then like has three other lines and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not always portrayed in the best, but Dan Levy is a, is a great actor and someone we both really look up to and it's it's really awesome to see, like especially during Shit Street like the whole I mean throughout the seasons you see a development in like his character and how he wanted his relationship with his partner to like evolve and I mean I could relate to so much to it because like it came it, the whole process was like where this guy what was his name Patrick Patrick like he was still in the closet and then he slowly came out of the closet and then he slowly developed feelings for David and how that relationship evolved and then how they eventually got married and how they eventually like his parents were like involved and how they reacted when they came, when he came out and like. There's so many things that happened throughout the few seasons that it was out and it made such an impact to not just myself, but for so many young gay guys out there because I want to say for the first time, like I, I had something to look forward to and I had like, a, I had um, just like an outlook other than a guy and a, and a girl like dating on, on screen, you know, it was something different and something inspiring to see. Like a realistic, I agree completely, a, a realistic storyline that like we, not that we're going to like model our lives after Shit's Creek, but like we could somewhat follow that and experience that like, I think it's five, maybe six seasons long, but just throughout them getting to, yeah, see him and Patrick meet and then there's obviously chemistry and then Patrick comes out of the closet and then they, they date and there's this weird tension here and there, but like right. it's really cute and I remember watching it and being like, damn, like. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, and it's something, yeah, again, to look forward to. And I I, I, I give so many kudos to Dan Levy for, and his dad for creating such a great uh, series that just brought, like, I mean, I know a lot of my straight friends, like, they're, my parents even watched it, but, like, I'm saying, like, my friends, parents have watched it, and, like, they just, like, are now seeing gays on screen, and, like, for them to, like, love a show as much as they do and to be like, oh, my God, those two guys are gay by being portrayed, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, like, it's great, and it's, again normalizing and hopefully removing the whole like taboo thing that gays are limited or like, over the top yeah wear hot pink all the time not that there's a bad thing with that but um i know i had my parents watch it too and in the beginning they were hesitant or they would say like why is he so loud or like whatever annoying things like that but they've come around they love the show now i don't yeah. even know if they still watch it but they got into it for a hot sec and i know it's helpful for you know as gay guys like family members watching that experiencing yeah. that before i came out to my parents i not that i would do i did this on purpose but maybe some subconsciously i did but i remember i would like rewatch the whole entire series of modern family right not right before i came out but i was just like i like doing that like modern family is one of my favorite shows but like two of the main characters are gay obviously and i remember playing that show in the house like quite often before i came out and uh, after I did come out to my parents, my mom like asked me. She was like, "Did you play that show on purpose? Like, normalize people like being gay on stream?" And I was like, "I was like, maybe I did actually. I had no, like, maybe I did do that like subconsciously, but like I didn't do it on purpose. But 
I just thought that was funny that that's how she like portrayed it. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, don't be mad. Like you like the she likes the show as well. So not just because I'm Day doesn't make that show any different. Like you enjoy those characters. Don't and, be mad. You like the show. And my mom yeah. actually brings this up quite often. Uh, she watches like different shows and she'll tell me like, oh, there's a gay guy on screen and like he's really cute and like he's normal and like he, I like the way he's being portrayed. And I'm like, I'm I'm super glad that you appreciate that whole aspect and like she feel she feels comfortable like bringing that to me. But on the other side, she'll be like, that guy, that actor is acting way too gay. Like, how, like, what, that makes no sense. Like, how, why is there two different types of gays? I'm like, well, not everyone's the same. Yeah. They're trying to somewhat expand that, but there's always, like, there's two opposites of the spectrum. Like, to the guy's, like, so masculine, so, like, quote unquote, straight to the point where he, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, passing, yeah. Yeah, passing, straight passing. Or there's the most flamboyant on the other side of the spectrum. So it's, it's just kind of hard to, to, like, have these conversations with your parents or with others because, People see it as only like either this or that, but there's so many more types out there. This or that, yes. And, but it's so hard because it's a spectrum within a spectrum. Like, we're all so different. You can't categorize us. But unfortunately, at least this is the way it has been. I think we're finally starting to see a, a slow shift, but like society really favors and treats one side of that spectrum with a lot more respect and acceptance than the other for the most part. And that's where it's like, within queer eye like antony gets so much more love and like all this and that more than like jvn because jvn has long hair and has a high voice and like a strong you know maybe slightly overbearing personality but that's what makes him amazing and who he is yeah no i i love jvn personally but i agree with that statement where people like again favor one over the other and it's just it's just dumb it makes no sense essentially like i mean it does make sense as like people like try to like put us all in a box and confine us and to make us all the same. But like, that's what makes gay so fun and so personable and such a great community to be a part of at most times. <laughs> uh, just because we're all so different and we're all so, I want to say, like loving and accepting. Yes. Sometimes we need to chill out. Yeah. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> but sometimes we can be a lot to deal with. I'm, I'm kidding, And we I'm accept like, that and we will move on. Yes. We take that criticism lightly. <laughs> we brush it off and we continue. Yeah. I, well, I had somewhere where I was going with this. When you said that your parents will come to you and say, like, this actor's gay and they're so awesome, like, kind of related, but my mom's really into, like, interior design and, like, all the architecture magazines and stuff. And she'll come to me and she'll be like, I read this article on this amazing architect that's building this house in Brazil and he's gay. Look at him. Read about him. And it makes me so happy because I'm going into construction and, like, eventually I want to get into development, yada, yada. Not that you guys care. But... <laughs> It's inspiring to see that there's people out there in my industry kind of paving the way for me and doing the damn thing. Yeah, it's awesome. It's I love seeing or in hearing stories of successful gay men because it 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 puts us a, a light at the end of the tunnel saying like it's it's gonna be okay and just because we are gay doesn't like limit us to anything that we want to do in our lives. Go us, go gays, go Yeah us. <laughs> gay rights. Gay rights. <laughs> um I also, yeah, I had like you know those phases where you go through where you have like this dream profession kind of sure, sure. or like when you were younger and someone would be like what do you want to be when you grow up this was like six months ago <laughs> but i really wanted to like be a news reporter or like a guy for 60 minutes and i was like anderson cooper you're awesome like i want to be right, anderson yeah. cooper okay was that related at all not at all but we'll take oh. it I we're, guess... talk- we're b- talking about successful gay men that inspire us like career-wise and yada yada. yeah i would want to say mine is Oh no, oh, there's so many. 
Gus Tensworthy is really awesome. Oh, he inspires yeah. me. Um, Adam Rapon. I love Adam Rapon, yeah. Yeah, there's just there's a lot of great queer um, Tom Daly, dope. Dope. All these people are uh, athletes. Yeah, they're all like swimmers and divers. <laughs> uh, Ian Thorpe. Is Ian Thorpe gay? I have a feeling. He's like an older Australian swimmer. Okay. Saxay. We're really <laughs> off on a tangent yeah. here. Uh, um, but we were looking at the news the other day and we saw that the Queen... I'm also really into The Crown. I just finished all four seasons that they're out. I just finished a season with Diana. Oh, yeah. Anyways, like, I'm like, <laughs> my YouTube fa- uh, like feed and my Explore page on Instagram is just like filled with like The Queen. Like, <laughs> it's just kind of odd, but like also kind of fun. Uh, but anyway, speaking of her, she just signed a paper. I don't know what they call it over there. A bill. A, a paper. A paper. <laughs> uh, essentially banning the use of conversion therapy, right, in the UK. Yes. So. Snaps to that. Queen Elizabeth. She's almost 100 and she's she's doing the damn thing out there. She's still doing more than our fucking country. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no shade. Biden, if you're listening, ban conversion therapy. I think it is in a few in states. In certain states. Federally, I don't think it is, which is terrible. Awful. Um, but yeah, props to the UK for doing that. That's amazing. Yeah. So that's like some good news, but there's also like, uh, there was like a whole story that happened in Iran. Do you want to run off with this? Yeah. Because we were just looking through like gay news, current gay news. And yeah, this 20-year-old gay man was beheaded by his cousins i believe or like Some distant sort of, family yeah. members for being gay and it all happened because like one of the someone who like found papers on his desk trying to like get out of going to the military i think that's the story behind it um he, he found he, it and he told it to the rest of his family and like, they took him out to god knows where and i know killed him. it's awful the details yeah are that he got what's the word when you're kicked out of the military I don't know. Whatever that word is, he got kicked out of the military for, like, unnatural behavior, a.k.a. being gay, and his family members found out, and the cousins or whoever beheaded him, and then told his mom where to find his body. And this was also, like, a week before he was scheduled to flee to Turkey to be with his boyfriend, because this happens a lot in the Middle East or countries where it's still very, you know, looked down upon to be gay. They flee to countries that are more accepting. Mm Mm-hmm. Which puts things in perspective for oh my us, God, I'd major. say. It's, we are so blessed to be able to be in the United States, especially in California, and especially living, going to be, being in like one like a accepting city, essentially. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I, I could not imagine like being born in a different country where being gay is so looked down upon. It, it it's, it's surreal. It's, it is. It's hard to even picture being born and growing up in a society like that makes me feel so privileged which we are but it also like motivates me to really like push for change i don't know how much i can do as an individual but i can take little steps and like yeah this podcast helps anyone you know no exactly i feel like we do have some sort of responsibility let it be sharing some things on instagram or on our stories or like informing our friends of just like things that are happening out there and like educating people is the most is things that we can do very like, true yeah. um it's awful it's it's like very hard to well not hard it's just it can be a bit depressing to like focus on and dwell on and obsess yourself with hearing about all the terrible things going on in the world sometimes it's nice to refresh yourself with some of the good news as well but just 
acknowledging them and spreading awareness and getting out of like your comfort zone of essentially just only seeing like certain things on like the news yeah yeah broadening your what's it called perspective sure being gay is more than just getting vodka sodas at the bar like <laughs> sometimes you got to do the dirty work yeah. so oh Josh. dante and i both got like a handful of espresso martinis at our, our restaurant in here in slow um i think we got all of our friends on this like kind of bandwagon of like loving and ordering espresso martinis also told uh, flatliner flatliners i've also had like a tiramisu martini like there's a lot of different variations names. right but Basically, coffee and alcohol, cold coffee and alcohol. Like, like what? Could, what else did we ask for? Yeah. Two of our favorite things. But new favorite drink alert. Yeah. Uh, and then we also saw in the news that Instagram added the new pronoun feature, being which allows users to like put their pronouns, like for myself, he, him, on like my Instagram like homepage. On your yeah, on your, your profile, profile page, now yeah. allows you to. As soon as this episode's over, I'm gonna add mine. Mark my words. Yeah. I think it's really cool. And like related as well. Demi Lovato came out as non-binary, I think literally yesterday. Congrats, queen. Mm -hmm. Um, And she announced that her pronouns are they, them. Yeah. And I think that's so valuable that like such a well-known figure in society today is comfortable. And like Miley Cyrus has spoken out against stuff like this too. Like there are very influential people that are making it a point to be outspoken about topics like this. It's amazing. It really allows like younger kids and even older adults to be like holy shit like pronoun like i when i first came to cal poly i think i do respect this about cal poly they do emphasize the whole pro- like use of pronouns i remember um when i came here for like my week of welcome like they they were like okay like everyone please say your pronouns out loud and they really emphasize like that we should like use them in like when you greet someone and i i at the time i didn't think anything of it i was like oh this is like kind of weird that's what i thought as a like the I don't know, coming to college, but... Me as well. Yeah, throughout the years, I've really loved that whole initiative that they took and really allowed people to, like, just, like, respect one another and, like, have those pronouns out there just allows others to help more identify who you are. Uh, How to address certain people, and it's like, Daniel and I's pronouns are both he, him, his, but just by us stating that makes it a lot easier for someone who, you know, their pronouns don't align with their physical appearance. Mm Mm-hmm. It helps them feel more comfortable announcing that. Like I, while Daniel was talking, not that I wasn't listening, but looked on Instagram and Demi Lovato has 104 million followers on Instagram. 104 million people now see they, them in her bio and talk about like outreach and the power that that has and the impact and... Insane. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's so exciting is like social media, there's a lot of negative impacts of it, yada, yada, but... We're finally seeing some good being done. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. And hopefully other platforms follow this change and allow their users to implement these like new pronouns features. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'm adding mine. (laughs) T minus five minutes. Yeah, I I encourage everyone listening to add theirs as well. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not going to make you lose a follower or have someone not like come to, I don't know. If it does make you lose a follower, that's the follower you want to lose. Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. Same thing with, like, whenever, well, this doesn't always happen, but, like, if I've posted something about Black Lives Matter or, like, anything relating to gay issues and I, like, lose a follower and I look and I'm like, 
Good riddance. Do you have the follower tracking app? Um, if I see that, like, I posted something about, like, a school shooting and how, like, guns need to be banned, and then I lose one, I'll be curious and then, like, go in and... Do the research? Yeah. I'll, I'll be FBI for a hot <laughs> sec. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you're like my middle school sister who has that follower. You know, she's <laughs> a nice one now. I'm just making fun of her. But I, I got rid of that because i <laughs> kind of obsessed over it. It is a little toxic. Yeah. See... This is where we get to the negative side of social media, but whatever. Whatever. Um, right before we started filming, Daniel and I were just talking about random stuff, and we... Just hanging out. Two boys. Oh, you know. Five <laughs> feet apart. Uh, kidding. But it came up somehow that, like, on Grinder and Slow, there's this, like, new group chat for, like... <laughs> what's it called? Like, gay group party or something? Yeah, I don't something know. fun and quirky. Yeah. And it's like 20 or 30 guys that have now created like a group chat on Grindr. And you have to be invited to it. And Daniel and I have both been invited. I have yet to mm. accept the offer. I I accepted it right away. <laughs> I'm, I'm like here to see what it's all about. I'm here to educate myself. Yeah, yeah, great. It's a learning opportunity. For, yeah. For, I'm just going to live through you through that app okay. for now. Um, we'll miss you. <laughs> I'm networking. I'm literally just networking. God. Both in your LinkedIn. I get it. I get yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That'd be really funny if you sent in like a link to like add you as a LinkedIn yeah. friend. Fill out my senior project survey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but how, how, what have you experienced so far with the group chat? Anything positive, negative? Um, honestly, I haven't really interacted with them at all because they only like popped off one just night. And I, <laughs> no, there was some good conversation there. Uh, but the one night that they were actually like typing a lot, I was busy. So I didn't even look at Grindr for like a whole 20 minutes. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I really only log on like every few days. I promise I'm not weird guys. You're not that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot of things, but I'm not that bitch. Uh, but so no, funny. wholesome content, some pictures here and there. Uh, one guy got a ticket like by parking for this little meet and greet they had <laughs> and all the guys came together and like collectively venmo to help pay for his ticket and i was like this is what we like to see within the community <laughs> i'm dying over here this is, is this is the insane. type of community we're trying to build the straights to never yeah no 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 when i was at a party today like one of our friends would be like fuck off i de- fend for yourself damn that sucks yeah <laughs> ain't no venmo request for me <laughs> but i think it is kind of fun in a way like Especially in slow, but like overall, us as LGBT members or, you know, have limited opportunities to meet in groups. So like, you can't just be like, ayo gays, meet at the in and out. Like, (laughs) I mean, you could, but that's kind of weird. But like, so I guess we kind of are taking matters into our own hands and just creating these group chats to, you know. (laughs) I can't, I'm like dying. I don't know what's so funny over there. (laughs) This whole thing is like humors me not that like the whole group chat thing because like like that is fun and i eventually will partake in that but just like the whole concept of it being slow is amusing to me like there's like there's literally 27 of us and those 27 (laughs) bitches are in a group chat we got 100 percent attendance (laughs) Uh, they're missing one they're missing the crucial one right here yeah the head b yeah yeah yeah. the queen Mm -hmm. Uh. (laughs) you say queen b yeah get out of here but i overall yeah i was a bit shocked too because like did not picture this from slow but i'm proud of you girl uh (laughs) san luis obispo but overall yeah i was happy to see it i don't know how much i'll be partaking in it but stay tuned i'm I'm curious where this evolves okay yeah stay tuned for (laughs) (laughs) oh no for updates yeah 
but I, I don't really ever send nudes on Grinder just because like my profile pic isn't like isn't a selfie, but it's not like you can't tell it's not me. Same. So usually, profile pictures on Grinder are either like headless torsos or um, like blank. Blank. Yeah. yeah. But Very yeah, weird. same with me. Like you can tell it's me. Like, it's not like a headshot. Like it's not my LinkedIn picture, but it's like my full ass torso and then like most of my face. Yeah. Same here. So if I were to just start like handing out nudes like Pokemon <laughs> cards, like we would be setting ourselves up for future. Yeah. Scandals. Scandals. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the only. Like that's one of the biggest reasons why I don't send nudes on Grinder. <laughs> I don't. If you want to find out, like text me or like call me and I'll. We're mature about it. We do it on Snapchat. Like. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we do it on Snapchat. Uh, funny, you bring up Snapchat the other night <laughs> for the not one of the first times, but I, I mean, I guess I've done this in the past with like my ex and whatnot. But uh, I started like I don't know. Sexting is like I guess a thing. Like I don't know. There's a lot of hot guys out in the world, and they're all, all like in the vicinity of 15 miles from me. So this really cute guy um, was like, "Let's video chat," and I like I was like, "Oh no!" So we're like, on Snapchat video chat and. <laughs> One thing led to another, and it just is kind of funny that, I don't know, the whole shindig of, like, jerking off on Snapchat. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta, you know, say fuck it and jerk off on Snapchat. Like, normalize it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one of our friends, I'm not gonna name her, but she was like, I send my titty pits all the time, so, like, what's Snapchat gonna do? Save them and, like, get a, like, arrested for, like, child pornography? Like, which is true, like, because I've heard that Snapchat, like, has every single Snapchat we've ever sent. And like, well, they're not gonna leak my nudes. Yeah. Unless or will they? Snapchat. Damn. Yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Snapchat is like an evolved kit. Like, I remember on Kick, they used to send nudes, which was. You would send. We were like eleven when <laughs> Kick was a thing. No. Yes. Next okay. question. <laughs> nah, maybe what? I, I it was in middle school, so thirteen, fourteen. Pop off. Well. Oh wow! Now this is like gross. <laughs> Not full-on nudes. I wouldn't send, like, a dick pic, but, like, I remember getting, receiving pictures of, like, a girl in her bra, and, like, I would send yeah. a picture with, like, me and undies. People would do, like, shirtless pics. Yeah. I remember. When you were talking about your whole Snapchat experience, it kind of reminded me one of my roommates a few months ago told us about she had, like, FaceTime sex with this guy. Yeah. And she was, like, describing it to us, and it just sounded like the funniest thing ever. I don't want to get into the details, but, like, just having to, like, prop up the phone and then, like... <laughs> yeah, it's it's so weird. Especially, like, yeah, on Snapchat as well. Like, I had no idea what to do with my left hand. I was, like, trying to, like, get a whole body shot. But yeah. I was, like, what do I focus on? You got to be, like, the cameraman. Yeah. It's and, like, like, the the performer at the same time. It's just so hard. It's like Britney. Like, poor Britney Spears has to perform and sing and, and dance and give a show for us. Like Save the world. It's like, so hard for her. We are Britney Spears so in that moment. Yeah. In that moment. <laughs> Dude, when I was jerking off on Snapchat, I just really felt like Britney Spears. <laughs> oh God damn. On that note, we should cut this shit out. <laughs> yeah. Let's just, like, bleep out the last ten minutes of this. Yeah, we really need to. No. Uh, um, my, my family was in town last week, and the, the podcast came up, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, me and Daniel are thinking of topics to talk about. Like, what do you think we should talk about? And my dad was like... I don't know, like, what do your fans want to hear about our fans? <laughs> we love you guys. No, but he was like, what do they want to hear? Like, give them what they want. And I was like, well, the fans want to hear about, like, us like, sucking dick. Like, and I don't know if you want to hear about that. And he was like, I do not want to hear about that. Let me know which episode that is and I will bleep it. Yeah. Delete. Maybe we'll do an episode where you need, like, a, a promo code to listen <laughs> to it. And I just won't give my family members the promo code. A promo code. code. <laughs> so bad. 
But yeah. I know. Evolving to like call her daddy. Slowly. But surely. Call him daddy. Well, yeah. uh, we'll think mm-hmm. of a name for what, when we get into that more. Yeah. Um, anyways, well, thanks for listening to another episode of Versatility. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. <laughs> yeah. I actually kind of love this ending. Yeah, it's great. Anyways, till next time. Oh, also, if we didn't say, um, we're doing our shows now every two-ish weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we change from like every week to now every two just because we want quality content rather than shitty episodes produced every week. Not that we're shitty, not that we're lame, but like we need time. Would you rather have... Lobster mac and cheese every two weeks, or would you rather have craft mac and cheese every day? Like, pick your poison. The, what the hell? Maybe <laughs> I'm just hungry. Quality over quantity. quantity. And so there. Period. Period. Bye. Ciao. Love you. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs>